welcome to episode two of Catan Public Radio. My name is Monica. You may know me on social media as Anthissa21. Thanks for joining me. You may be wondering why episode two is coming two weeks after episode one. Well, I've decided that for the time being, the best move at this point is to keep the podcast bi-weekly. Try to do every other week some kind of content out there so you can kind of, I don't know, keep the game at the forefront of your mind in some way. The reason why I'm doing this is because uh, the beta test has been going on in New Zealand for at least a few weeks now. We don't really have much information coming out of that right now except an idea of what we can expect from the game at this point in time. Now, there is a way to kind of cheat and download the APK. However, you could get yourself into some trouble because data mining is against the terms of service. And if you generate the APK and you're not in New Zealand, you're going to end up with an unpopulated map. You're not going to have any POIs or points of interest. And you're not really going to be able to play the game very much. So... I'm going to advise against that just because you're basically going to be looking at a blank landscape. So for this episode, I'm basically just going to take a look at the different YouTube videos that we've had access to and basically break down the gameplay that I've seen. The majority of what I'm looking at is coming from Stallion and Z on YouTube, if you're interested. It is a 30 minute video, though. I'm going to try to keep this podcast short. So, first off, you have your avatar in every Niantic game that you play, with, I think, the exception of um, Ingress, where you basically have, like, a little carrot that represents you, but you still have something that you, you can put your name on. For Ingress, you're an agent. For Harry Potter, it's your little magical me. And for Pokemon Go, it's your trainer. In Catan World Explorers, you're avatar is known as your game piece and the world the map is called the game board from the get-go you're going to have friends available you're going to have chat available the reason for this is because Catan is a trade heavy game so being able to communicate and make trades is going to be a core part of the gameplay you are going to be able to toggle between online and offline so that's already packed in and ready to go and you can you'll add friends the same way you do on pokemon go or wizards unite you punch in the code and you send the request from what we've seen the gameplay will take place in seasons now this has already been set up and like i said new zealand's been doing the beta testing and everything seasonal gameplay is set up because there will be a winner after certain periods of time and that is between the three factions, the blue bears, the gold eagles, and the red wolves. Now, you may look at that and go, that sounds a lot like Pokemon Go with Instinct, Valor, and Mystic. Well, the thing you need to keep in mind is that for the Catan board game, there are four different players, and those players are red, blue, yellow, and white. So they're basically just using the gameplay elements, just cutting off white. I think this is a good idea because having too many factions could cause a little more problem. Like, 
you don't really get into that with Harry Potter Wizards Unite where you can pick your house because your house really doesn't come into play and you're not really competing with other houses. Whereas in Pokemon Go and here in Catan, you're going to have that inner competition between the teams and factions to kind of declare a winner, so to speak. The badges that you can get are a little bit different. Everything has like this really cool wood cut aesthetic that like even your avatar which is a game piece and resembles like a, a little mover character looks like it's been hand carved i really like the aesthetic they're going with it's kind of more rustic and exploring heavily focused on all of that so it really works for the game the badges that you get are kind of similar they are not colored in when you start and little designs are added to them as you earn them and move forward in them. Not like what we'd get for Pokemon Go badges where everything is bronze, silver, gold because you earn it like a medal. So it's a little bit different there. Completing your badges can reward you personal settlement or development cards as well as completing certain tasks and quests. And those two things are really important because your personal settlement, you keep that going no matter what. And you have that and you can set that up wherever you want that you will be able to access it on a regular basis. I'm guessing you kind of like set it up at home and you can kind of tend it while you're at home. This is different from the public settlement, which your whole faction helps to build up. Now those will be located at like parks and like downtown areas, things like that. The dev cards help you build up both the personal settlements and the public settlements. So I guess it gets into how you choose to use them and where you choose to use them. You do have options to community buttons, forums, a help website. Um, so that's really nice. You can get that community sense going. I think in the forums, you should be able to have the opportunity to talk with other members of your faction that may live in other places. So you can kind of strategize how to put your faction ahead of the others. Then of course, the basic look overall, you've got the main map screen in one corner, in the top right corner, you're going to have like your boost cards, I believe is what they said. And those you'll earn and unlock like, they kind of function like incense or lucky eggs or barufio's elixir depending on the game you play and those things you can purchase from the shop if necessary you can also purchase upgrades as well as personal cards and things like that there are also mini games where you can earn research points and those research points will help you unlock other development cards such as building cards and resource cards and so on and so forth. Your boosts will last for 30 minutes. However, they do not stack. So you'll have to fire them off one, wait for the time to go off, and then fire another one. Now your personal sentiment will have grow tiles. You can build up on it. So that's really cool. It will cost more as you continue to build on it. Now you can move your tiles around, your buildings around as you put them together, but it is going to cost resource points to do so. So you kind of have to think and strategize about where you build. 
Now, this counts on both the personal settlement and the public settlement, so that's something to keep in mind. Don't just place a building somewhere, kind of talk with your faction and decide where in the public settlement you want to set that up. Scoring so far for the season is based on number of quests finished. You can get quests from NPC characters. Now, this is different from the other Niantic games. You don't really have NPCs in Wizards Unite or in uh, Pokemon Go, really. The characters we run into in Pokemon Go, Team Rocket, Grunts, that's not really an NPC technically because you can attack them and interact with them that way. So this is a little bit different. The Catanians, you can approach them, you can have conversations with them, and they'll give you quests. So you're not really battling anybody, but you're still interacting. And it is a, a wildly different from what we're used to. The quests that they give you will be ranked easy, medium, hard. And uh, they'll reward different things and different boosts and things like that. Every day, this is, a, this is kind of similar to completing a daily task, I guess. But every day you get a dice roll. And those dice rolls will give you different resources for the day. After seven days, kind of similar to spinning a Pokestop for seven days, you'll get golden dice and a chance to roll for golden coins. Now, hopefully you'll be able to earn more golden coins during the course of the week because this is going to function similar to Pokecoins or Galleons in Wizards Unite. That's how you're going to be able to buy stuff in the shop. Now, when you get them, dev cards are going to have a few different levels. You're going to have common, rare, and uncommon. I think it's going to be common, uncommon, then rare. And... Again, those are required for upgrading, but you have to upgrade in order to use the uncommons or the rares. So you have to build up your commons, then you'll be able to get the uncommons, and then you have to build that up until you get the rare. So it's going to be a tiered system, kind of like you do in a trading card game. You're going to have an inbox for achievements and your info. So that's basically where all your notifications and stuff are going to go. Resource center for collecting. And then, of course, everything's going to reset every season. And then, of course, there are a couple of Catan things that are going to come into play from the board game. If you're not familiar with the board game, the next episode I'm going to do in a couple weeks, unless we get any new information, is going to be kind of a look at the game. Basically how you would play it and how one game would go, so to speak how you build settlements and get your resources, so on and so forth. There is a thing in Catan called the robber, the thief. And when you're playing the board game, you roll a seven, you get to move the thief wherever you want. You are then able to take a resource from your opponent who happens to be sitting on that spot and block them from receiving any other resource from that tile. So it kind of is an interesting gameplay element so it'll be interesting to see it come over into world explorers uh from the notes that i have it says you'll get 100 of a resource from other factions i'm guessing like on a grand scale it goes across the whole of your faction there was also another element that was mentioned called the mayor of your faction 
I don't know how that works and I'm really intrigued by it. So when I find out more information regarding the mayor in World Explorers, I will definitely be doing a little bit of information on that. So that's pretty much everything that I have at the moment on Catan World Explorers. It seems like an interesting game. I'm really interested because it is a different way of doing an AR game. Instead of conquering places, you're building up. And it's through the one core thing that Niantic has wanted to do with all of their games. And that is to get you out and get you exploring your areas. Now, that is going to be a bit difficult considering that some of us are still in COVID restriction at the moment. Or we should be. But uh, that's not a topic for here nor there. So it is going to be, I think it may be a little bit before we get World Explorers here in the States. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. Hopefully, like, we'll have it by the end of this year. That's, I'm hoping for that timeline. We got uh, Wizards Unite last year in August, September. Of course, New Zealand got to try that out first. And Pokemon Go was rolled out, rolled out worldwide, I think, uh, after beta testing. And a select few people were allowed to beta test that across the world. Here's hoping that we get some more information out of New Zealand. Uh, if you're in New Zealand and you're listening to this, one, thank you for joining me. I appreciate that. And two, uh, hit me up. My email is anerdblog at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to contribute any information that you're allowed to, I would totally appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure everybody else listening to this would appreciate it as well. I believe that's going to do it for this episode. If you're enjoying this and maybe interested in Pokemon Go Battle League, you can check out my other show, Battle Academy Podcast. And you can find that show in the same place you found this one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube as well. My YouTube username, if you're wanting to find it there, and give me a like and subscribe, is Anthissa the Random Nerd. I haven't gotten around to changing it yet. Any questions, comments, uh, information you think I need to know, any information you want to share with the show or the listeners, my email is anerdblog at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining me. I know two weeks is a long time to wait for another episode, but hopefully once the the game rolls out, which will hopefully be soon, will be on a regular episode situation of once every week. Thanks again for joining me. I will see you in two weeks. I hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks until then.